baby bus. Around the world in eighty days. Episode twenty-five. Mr. Fogg is getting married. Mr. Fogg had been arrested and was now temporarily locked up in the Liverpool police station. The next day, Detective Fix planned to escort him to London to stand trial. What? What is this about? Lady Aouda was frantic and panicked. I'm sorry. I'm a detective. Uh, Mr. Fogg stole a large sum of money from a bank a few months ago. He's a bank robber. I have to arrest him. That's impossible. No,、oh, this is all my fault. Passepartout squatted at the entrance to the police station, cradling his head sadly. Suddenly, he hopped up and rushed toward a wall in the police station. Ah,、uh, Passepartout, what are you doing? Sensing that something was wrong, Fix quickly went forward and grabbed Passepartout from behind with both arms. Let me go! I've hurt my master. If I had told him earlier that you were a detective, he might not have been arrested. It's all my fault. Let me smash my head into the wall. Calm down, Passepartout. Passepartout suddenly stopped struggling and turned around to face Fix. I just remembered. I have to calm down. The first thing I need to do is beat you up, you bad fellow. <laughs> Fix had tasted the power of Passepartout's fists once before. Seeing Passepartout's face reddening with rage like a ferocious tiger, Fix turned and ran away in fear. Passepartout was about to pounce on Fix when he was held back by a few policemen who rushed over. Sir, it's a serious crime to beat up a policeman. Oh, hey, let me go! I don't care if he's a policeman or not. Even if he's the Queen of England, I'm still gonna beat him up. Detective Fix thought about trying to reason with Passepartout, but a policeman in uniform suddenly walked to his side and whispered in his ear. Fix heard some shocking news, and his face changed. What? Is is this true? Mr. Fogg sat quietly on a stool in the Liverpool jail. He stared unblinkingly at his watch. The second hand moved rapidly, while Fogg's expression remained unchanged. When it was two thirty-three in the afternoon, a little frown spread across his face. The gate of the jail was forcefully pushed open. Lady Aouda, Passepartout, and Fix rushed in frantically. <sighs> Mister Fogg. Detective Fix was out of breath, and his hair was a mess too. Please,、uh, please forgive me. I was just given the news. The real bank robber was caught three days ago. That thief looks very much like you. I offer my deepest apologies for my mistake. You can leave now. Sir, let's leave quickly. It takes at least six hours to get to London from Liverpool. Maybe we still can reach London before 8:45 tonight. Mr. Fogg didn't even look at Fix. He dashed out of the police station with Lady Aouda and Passepartout, and they took a carriage, then a train, and after that, they ran. Even though they didn't waste a second, when they reached their destination, they were still five minutes later than the time that had been agreed on for the bet. My goodness! Five minutes, just five minutes late! Passepartout clenched his fists indignantly. 
Sir? Let's go home. Mr. Fogg took Lady Aouda and Passepartout home to the villa in Burlington Garden. Turn off the gas! Turn off the gas! Once they got home, Passepartout rushed to the gas switches. He held his breath and slowly reached out his hand like he was carrying out a grand task. He solemnly turned off the gas. Then he heaved a sigh of relief. Oh, my God! Goodness, the gas is finally turned off. Mr. Fogg arranged a room for Lady Aouda with the greatest care. From his appearance, he was as calm as ever. But Lady Aouda and Passepartout could see that he was feeling horrible inside. I must think of a way to cheer Mr. Fogg up. Sir, I've developed a new stunt recently called Big Belly Frog. I'll perform it for you. Saying that... Passepartout opened up his shirt and drew bulging frog eyes and a big frog mouth on his white belly. Then he puffed up his belly and pulled it in and pushed it out in turn like a croaking frog. It was very funny. Passepartout, I'm going to bed now. Mr. Fogg didn't seem to be interested in Passepartout's big belly frog. He turned around and left Lady Aouda's room. Lady Aouda was extremely worried. Passepartout, something's wrong with Mr. Fogg. Don't worry. With me here taking care of him, nothing bad will happen. That night, Passepartout acted like a soldier on guard, keeping watch outside Mr. Fogg's door all the time. The next day, Mr. Fogg didn't leave the house. He didn't even leave his room. He only instructed Passepartout to prepare food for Lady Aouda at mealtimes. It was not until half past seven that night that he walked out of his room. He saw Lady Aouda in the living room. Lady Aouda, please forgive me. I brought you to England intending to give you part of my property so that you could live happily and freely. But I'm poor now. Sir... <laughs> I know you have no more money, and it's because of me. If you hadn't rescued me... Lady Aouda, giving you the chance to live a stable life is my only wish. Please accept the little property I have left. But what about you? I don't need anything. Sir, I believe you'll be able to get through this tough time. You still have friends. I don't have friends. Family? I don't have family. No friends and no family. You must be very lonely. Lady Aouda suddenly felt very sad. She bit her lips lightly, and something she had kept in her heart for a long time finally came out. Sir, are you willing to let me become your friend, as well as your family? Are, are, are you willing to marry me? Looking at Lady Aouda's bright shining eyes, a strange brilliance appeared on Mr. Fogg's face, too. Lady Aouda, are you sure? I'm a poor man now. Whether you're a wealthy man or a poor man, my feelings are the same. Lady Aouda, I feel the same way about you. Hearing that, Lady Aouda's heart skipped violently. She covered her chest with her hand. As if she didn't do that, her heart might jump right out. After that... Mr. Fogg called for Passepartout, 
and instructed him to go to the church and ask the priest to preside over their wedding ceremony the next day, which was Monday. Passepartout was overjoyed. His chubby face turned red, round, and bright like the sun. My goodness, this is wonderful news! I'll go ask the priest at once! Passepartout rushed out of the door, dashing all the way to the church at one go. But he was surprised to find the door of the church closed tightly. Strange. There should be many people at church on a Sunday. Why isn't the door even open? Could it be? Passepartout slapped his forehead like he had just thought of something. He quickly rushed to the newspaper stand by the road and glanced at the newspapers. My guess is right! Passepartout shouted as he turned around at top speed and ran home. When he stepped into the house, he said excitedly, Sir! Sir! We didn't lose the bet! Not yet! 